episode 44 five differences between american english and british english hello everyone and welcome or welcome back to our simple english podcast my name is Ruben, and this is the podcast which helps you to learn English, the English language, by listening to authentic and interesting English content. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about different types of English, because there is not just one way of speaking English, and especially uh, differences between American English and British English. I hope you enjoy. It has been a little while since I sat down to record a podcast. A little while since the last episode. Uh, A little while in English is an expression that in reality is an oxymoron. Because a while means lots of time, a long period of time. But a little while means a small, a little long period of time. But this is an expression that we use a lot, a little while, when we want to say that some time has passed. Uh, Some time has passed since my last podcast episode. Um, The reason is because I am lazy and I... No, in reality, I am very busy. Uh, I have lots of work at the moment. Um, This is good in a way because it means I am making some money uh, which will help me very much next year when I'm at university but it is not good because it means I don't have much time to learn languages or record podcasts. I say I don't have much time to learn languages. Uh, This week I have started a new language. I have started learning German, uh, Deutsch. Um, I'm not totally sure why I started, but I think uh, when I was on holiday in Spain, there were lots of German tourists, lots of German people, and I realised that I could speak with the French people, I could speak with the English people, I could speak with the Italian people, I could speak with the Spanish people, but I could not communicate, really, I could not speak with the German people unless they spoke another language. If they spoke another language, then maybe, but um, I realised, no, I would like to learn German. Um, But it is... Uh, quite hard because I don't have much time Uh, but there is another reason why uh, I have taken 
so long to uh, make a episode of this podcast. But anyway, I will stop uh, rambling. Rambling or to, to ramble is to say things that are uh, not very useful, not very helpful. Uh, just rambling, just saying things that don't mean anything. I'm rambling now, uh, and I will stop rambling and talk about the theme, the topic of today's episode, which is five differences between American English and British English. Um, of course, you guys know, or maybe maybe you don't know, um, I am from England, I'm from Great Britain, um, I live in a town called Shrewsbury, or, well, some people say Shrewsbury, some people say Shrewsbury, um, I have learnt that the historic way, the historically accurate way to say the name of this town is Shrewsbury, so now I'm going to say Shrewsbury, but, um, this is a town in England, and I have a relatively neutral accent. I don't have a very strong accent, but I do have definitely a British accent, um, an English, British English accent, uh, rather than an American accent or an Australian accent or South African accent or any other. There are, of course, lots and lots of ways to speak English. Um, English is spoken all over the world. Um, but in this episode, we're going to be focusing on British English, so my English, and American English, and what are some of the differences. Let's stop rambling now and begin. The first difference I'm going to speak about in this episode between American English and British English is actually a grammatical difference. Now, you might think, really? I know mm, the pronunciation is quite different between these two types of English, or I know maybe there are some different words of vocabulary, different words that are used in American English or British English, but maybe you didn't know that there is actually some small differences in grammar. Uh, the first grammar uh, difference, grammatical difference, is it's to do with the past tense, so when we're speaking about the past, uh, and it is to do with the use of the present perfect and the simple past. Now, don't worry if you don't know what the present perfect is or the simple past. These are grammatical names of tenses, but it is not very important that you learn them. I will explain with some examples. Uh, in British English, we would say, if your friend asks you uh, if you have seen a film, and you 
have already seen the film, you would say, I have already seen that film. I have already seen. I've already seen. In American English, you can say the same thing. You can also say, I've already seen that film. I've already seen that film with my American accent. But in American English, lots of people will say, I already saw that film. I already saw that film. In English, British English, we would never say this. If someone asks, Oh, would you like to watch this film? No, sorry, I have already seen that film. I have already seen, is what we would say. It is the present perfect. I have already seen. We would never say, no, I already saw that film. We use I saw something to refer to a specific moment in the past. For example, three weeks ago I saw that film. But when we use the word already, we always use... The perfect tense. For example, I have already eaten lunch. Whereas in American English, they might say, I already ate lunch. This sounds strange to me. We would never say this. Another slight grammatical difference is actually to do with the verb get, to get, and the reason uh, this is quite interesting because I made a video, a uh, video, I made an episode of this podcast all about the verb to get, uh, an episode where the, the theme of the episode was this verb, and I didn't realise this in this episode, um, but it is a different past participle. So when uh, you use this verb in the past, it works a bit differently in America. Uh, the difference is this. If I was to say, um, I, for example, I am talking about my friend and my friend is learning Spanish, I could say, Wow, my friend has got much better at Spanish. Now remember, to get better at something uh, it means to improve at something, to become better at something. Uh, so my friend has got better at Spanish. This means uh, he or she has improved their Spanish. In America, they would say, my friend has gotten better at Spanish. So it is a different past participle. To get, in English, in the past, becomes he has got, or I have got, better. But in America, it becomes he or she has gotten better, or gotten better. He's gotten much better at playing tennis. He's gotten much better at speaking English, or something like that. We would say he's got much better. We would never say he has gotten better. Uh, but I know 
that actually this gotten or garden is <laughs> it's quite interesting because if you look in some very old English books, uh, I don't know Shakespeare and people like that, they use this form gotten, and this is something that we have lost in uh, modern British English, but has stayed. It has remained uh, in American English. I've gotten better at speaking English, um, which is quite interesting. So there are some small. Uh, grammatical differences between American and British English. Um, I've just had lunch in English, or I just had lunch. I have just had lunch, or I just had lunch. Very small difference. I've already seen that film. I already saw that film. Uh, but also, he's gotten much better. Or, he's gotten sick. Versus, he got much better. He has got much better, or he has got sick. He has got ill, we would say. There is another another difference, a bonus difference for you. Uh, we will say ill or poorly in England, and they will say sick in America when uh, you don't feel well. Um, but this is perhaps the largest difference that you are aware of um, maybe maybe not but the vocabulary the vocabulary is different uh, in in uh, British and American English uh, some quite famous examples that I can think of are when you are walking in the street, uh, the, the part that you walk on, where the cars do not drive, the, there are no cars, but there are just people walking, we call this the pavement. In America, they call this the sidewalk. Sidewalk. I suppose theirs is more logical. It is the part of the side of the road where you walk, therefore it is the sidewalk. Um, but for us it is the pavement but this can become confusing because sometimes in America they call the middle of the road where the cars go the pavement and so this can <laughs> cause some confusion yeah the pavement in English uh, British English and the sidewalk in American English another one uh, is where you put the rubbish Imagine you have eaten a bar of chocolate, and you have the wrapper, the packaging for the chocolate. Um, you know, the, the thing, the plastic that the chocolate is in that you don't eat. And you want to uh, throw this away. You don't want this. So you want to put it in the bin. Well, in English, British English, we would say in the bin, or sometimes the dustbin. Uh, bin is really short for dustbin shortened way of saying it. In America, uh, they will not say the dustbin or the bin, but they will say the trash can. The trash can. Uh, a can is uh, a metal cylinder, a metal shape. For example, a can of uh, Coca-Cola or a can of beer. Um, but it is a can for trash. It is a bin, a dustbin. 
a trash can. Uh, trash is their word for rubbish. Uh, we call it rubbish. They call it trash. Like, for example, the packaging, the plastic from a chocolate bar is rubbish. Some other pieces of vocabulary, uh, some other words that are different, uh, include the word the cinema, uh, which is what we say in British English, we go to the cinema to watch a film. Uh, you know, the cinema where you go and there is a big, big television, big screen, you watch a film and then you go home. And, in America, they call that the movies. To go to the movies. Uh, we're going to go to the movies. Uh, that means they're going to go to the cinema in British English. Another one is uh, the place that we call the chemist in English. The chemist or the pharmacist uh, is the place where you buy your medication you buy uh, I don't know if you don't feel very well maybe you need some paracetamol or something like that um, you buy different medicines uh, in America they don't call this the chemists but they call it the drugstore and I remember when I was younger I thought this was very strange because I saw uh, in some TV show, maybe, um, a drugstore, and I thought, what? Drugstore? How, how is there a drugstore? How can you buy drugs? Because, to me, drugs meant illegal drugs. I don't know, things like cocaine or, you know, very <laughs> bad drugs um, that people take drugs um, to have fun but this is illegal and this is dangerous um, I thought this is what a drugstore was of course in reality the word drug refers to lots of things all chemicals that affect your body all chemicals that do something to your body and so uh, a drugstore is where you buy medicines, because medicines are drugs. So this uh, makes sense, but um, I found this very, very strange. Uh, another interesting example is actually the word film. Uh, when, when you go to the cinema, you watch a film, uh, whereas in America, you watch a movie. Um, in reality, lots of English people now say movie as well. I might say, yeah, would you want to watch a movie? But normally we will say a film. Another very famous one is what we call a holiday. Uh, for example, my holiday in Spain or my holiday this summer. Uh, when you, you, know, you go and you don't work for a week or maybe two weeks if you're lucky and you have a holiday... In America, they call this a vacation, which is interesting because vacation is, to me, more similar to some 
uh, European languages word for holiday. For example, uh, vacances in French or delle vacanze in Italian. Uh, vacation is the American word, but we say holiday, which comes from a holy day. This means a day that is holy. Uh, do you know this word holy? It means uh, that it is blessed by God. Uh, it is something religious, it is something special, it is something sacred. Uh, for example, the Bible uh, is a holy book, or the Quran is a holy book. Uh, a holy day is a day where you don't work because it is a day uh, for God. And so and that is where we get the word holiday in English. Okay, so <laughs> there you have a few differences in vocabulary. Um, I know this episode is called Five Differences Between British and American English. I, I think I said many more than five vocabulary differences, but there are many, many more. Uh, if you would like another episode like this, um, where I talk more about some differences in vocabulary, I would be happy to make another episode, uh, because there are lots of differences in words. I think it is very interesting. And I will do another episode where I talk about differences in pronunciation, uh, because this is quite important. But finally, in this episode, I wanted to talk about spelling. Um, this is something quite interesting. I don't know if you know the word spelling, but spelling, or to, to spell a word, to spell something, is the way you write it. Um, the way it is written, and if it is written correctly, then it is spelt correctly. But if it is not written correctly, maybe you... Uh, wrote the wrong letter, then you can say it is spelt wrong. Um, it has the wrong spelling. Uh, we always have, we always used to have spelling tests in my school. <laughs> I think one once a week, every week we had a spelling test uh, because English spelling really is very difficult. But there are some differences between British spelling and American spelling. Uh, some of these are words that end in or. So, for example, in English, the word colour or humour or flavour, the flavour of a food, for example, uh, my sense of humour, if I am funny or not, and colour, the colour of something, if it is red or blue. Uh, in these words that end in this uh sound, colour, humour, flavour, are spelt O-U-R in English. So colour has six letters. It is C-O-L-O-U-R. Colour. In American English, they don't have the letter U in these words. So it is just colour spelt C-O-L-O-R instead of O-U-R. So only five letters. Again, humor. Humor is spelt H-U-M-O-R. And flavor, F-L-A.
F-L-A-V-O-R instead of F-L-A-V-O-U-R. This is um, an interesting difference, and there is actually a story behind it. There is a reason. Uh, these words uh, have fewer letters, you will notice. They only have five letters instead of six. And in America, in the past, this was very useful. <laughs> this was an advantage because in American newspapers, and you know the newspaper that you buy to read the news, uh, well, maybe you don't, maybe you read the news on your phone now, but some people still uh, read newspapers. Uh, in America, in the past, newspapers charged money per letter. Uh, so this means that, or not newspapers, no, I'm wrong, it is not newspapers. It is, uh, for example, maybe it is newspapers. Newspapers, but also things like shops. If you have a sign out the front of your shop uh, that says, I don't know, the colour shop, and because it's a shop that sells coloured paint or something, I don't know. Um, in America in the past, people had to pay, they used to have to pay, per letter. So, for example, the word colour, with six letters, might cost six dollars. So, <laughs> to make it cheaper, they got rid of, they removed the letter U. So it is only five letters, and so it is only five dollars. At least this is the story that I have been told. It is a very nice story. I don't know if it is true, to be honest, uh, but it makes sense, doesn't it? That is why the word color, humor, and flavor in America have fewer letters than color, humor, and flavor in British English. that is the end of this episode thank you for listening um if you are still here listening right until the end of this episode then really thank you very much uh, you are a loyal supporter a loyal fan of this podcast uh, tell me what you thought about this episode if you send me a message on instagram at simple english with ruben or uh, leave a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever other uh, podcast platform that you are using to listen to this episode. Uh, I would be very grateful to have your feedback. Uh, thank you once again for listening. I hope you have enjoyed the episode and learned something new. Or should I say, I hope you enjoyed instead of I hope you have enjoyed <laughs> um, and I will see you in the next one bye bye